Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, March 23rd, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, President Joe Biden's trip to Europe. Number two, KBJ Day 3, what we're watching. And number three, Republicans on COVID money. All right, Jake, let's get to it. The top story of the morning, President Joe Biden going to Europe. Yeah, he's going, uh, well, probably the biggest, I would I would say, the biggest trip of his presidency, right, Anna? I mean, uh, heading to uh, war-torn Eastern Europe, to Poland and uh, Brussels, um, to talk about the situation in Ukraine. Huge stakes for him. I mean, I don't think, I, I think Brez pointed this out to me yesterday. I'm not sure if, if we've, um, uh, if we, if we put this in writing, but I mean, I don't think a president has gone to a, um, to basically the almost the doorstep of a war zone uh, in Europe in a long time. I mean, that's a he's going to the the uh, NATO summit and then he'll meet with leaders of the G7 countries, uh, followed by an address to 27 leaders of the EU during a European Council session. Um, you know, listen, I think that the stakes here are huge for Biden, right? I mean, I, this puts him. If he wasn't already, I mean, it puts him at the center of the conflict. It puts him. Um, uh, kind of at the eye of the storm. I mean, what do you think? What do you think is is in line for him? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you look at uh, what's at stake for the U.S., certainly it is obviously our standing in the world. Certainly for President Joe Biden, coming across as a stable and steady leader who not only uh, is kind of that guiding hand for the United States, but to so many other countries that are going to be looking to him and to the U.S. for guidance, for leadership in this kind of unprecedented situation. Uh, he, to your point, the stakes probably could not be higher. He's going to fly to Warsaw on Friday and meet with U.S. troops who are helping de- defend Poland, a NATO ally. He's also going to speak with experts overseeing the response to the more than 3 million Ukrainians who fled their embattled country since the Russian invasion began. Um, you know, he's also going to be holding a bilateral session with the Polish president uh, on Saturday before returning to Washington. Obviously, big risks and potentially big rewards here uh, as the Ukraine's defense forces, with the help of the United States and NATO, have helped, held off, uh, you know, so far the Russian army for nearly a month, um, which is, is something that everybody on the world stage is watching. And no one expected uh, uh, the Ukrainian military to be able to hold off the Russian forces for as long as they have and as successful as they have. So and also, by the way, Anna, like uh, tons of members of Congress have gone over to uh, Eastern Europe in the last couple of weeks, and we expect more uh, members of Congress to come go across to cross the Atlantic to uh, Eastern Europe. So uh, it will be interesting to see how that unfolds as well. All right, let's go on to the number two story of the morning. Uh, KBJ day three, what we are watching after spending more than 13 hours on Tuesday being grilled by senators. Judge Kataji Brown Jackson is back in front of the Judiciary Committee today as she seeks to become the first black woman to serve on the Supreme Court. Uh, you know, uh, this continues to be something that everybody is watching in Washington and beyond. It's a historic moment. Um, you know, the big positive for Jackson senators will only have 20 minutes each 
in the second round of questions today versus 30 minutes on Tuesday. Still a long and grueling day. <laughs> yeah, very long time. Who wants to answer 20 minutes of questions from 22 members of the Senate? I mean, that's its own version of torture, which the Supreme Court will not have to rule on that kind of torture. But uh, uh, it is a... Um, this is the good news, I would say, for for KBJ and for Democrats is this is the last day of uh, kind of this marathon process, which has become a, obviously like a rite of passage for any uh, uh, nominee to the Supreme Court. Um, yesterday, I mean, I think Democrats feel like yesterday went the last you know day went pretty well for KBJ. Uh, they got to get through today, and then she's at the finish line. I, I, the question is, I mean. The question we keep getting, Anna, I think everywhere we go is will how many Republicans will vote for KBJ on the floor? I mean, forget the committee vote, but on the floor, um, my guess is between one and four, (laughs) three or four, I would guess. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I think there was some tough moments yesterday, but at the same point, it's, you know, just trying to get through this as best as possible, understanding the Republican, you know, Democratic dynamics, um, you know, continue to be at play here. And so it's really just trying to deflect uh, some of the Republican, you know, line of questioning, not come out of it too bruised. And I think the biggest issue is going to be whether or not uh, Republicans like Susan Collins of Maine, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, um, are going to, you know, potentially back her in the final vote, something we are all watching, but nobody expects this to be a, you know, widely bipartisan vote. So it's just continuing to do what you have to do to get done. Um, KBJ getting wide praise from Republicans so far, you know, Judiciary Committee Chair Dick Durbin saying that she did a remarkable job, showed strength all the way through and grace under pressure at many times. Um, You know, so we're going to continue to watch that for sure. Uh, Let's move on to the number three story of the morning. Republicans still wanting more information on covid uh, and the funding request from the White House. While the White House is continuing to push for billions of dollars in new COVID prep funding, Republicans insisting the Biden administration still has not accounted, Jake, for the trillions already appropriated by Congress or fully justified its request. That's right. I mean, so you have an interesting dynamic for the first time when it comes when it comes to COVID money. The administration's asking for tons of money in Congress, and Republicans are saying that they're not they're not interested and they want a full accounting of all the money that's been spent in the past. I mean, this is going to be continue to be an inflection point. Um, uh, Congress has appropriated trillions of dollars in COVID relief uh, since the pandemic has started. And what Republicans are saying is they want a full accounting of what's been spent and what's out there and what has not been spent, but what's been appropriated and not spent. Um, and, uh, I, I just have a tough time seeing how this gets dislodged. I think theoretically, if the white house, the white house is making the point that, um, a lot of services that the American people have gotten used to are going to be gone. Um, and I think if that is the case, Republicans might change their tune. If people stop getting free COVID tests, they stop getting vaccines. There's another variant. They don't get boosters. That could dislodge this process, but I think it's going to be really tricky. I just think it's going to be it's going to be a uh, a tricky process, to say the least, um, if uh, uh, to get this money through. 
Absolutely. All right, something we are going to watch closely. Just want to fly before we let you go that the House Republican retreat put on by the Congressional Institute begins this evening in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. Both Jake and I are heading there today and tomorrow evening at 5.30 p.m. Jake is going to be interviewing House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy in a fireside chat. This event is open to all members of the Capitol Hill Press Corps and retreat attendees. And we will certainly be bringing you all of the news from that conversation in the following morning's Punchable News AM. We did a very similar event uh, at the Democratic retreat. So looking forward to the discussion that is going to happen there. Please keep following us on social media and on the Daily Punch. It is the best way for folks to find us. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchable News at punchable.news. Have a great day and stay safe.